We should be live, and we are live. We live? All right, cool. Welcome to the most electrifying channel in all. Oh, uh, did I? Did, yeah. Oh, there we go. There we. Sorry, there we PK. Go. So, I jinxed I'm gonna just you. say. I'm gonna do this one yeah. more time. Every I week. Every week. I swear to God. Have to stop you, dude. Have to stop yo, you, dude. This is all. Yo, Yobi. It's always clowns fault. He always messing it up. <laughs> Dang, man. That was right, beautiful. That was right, that Sonic. was beautiful as well. So. Rewind it, rewind. That was yeah, beautiful. Rewind. rewind. Let's let's pretend. Go live. Like to find channel and all entertainment. It's your boy PK. And this week we got a special guest. Um, my sis Red Infamy. Let me tell you, she is dope, and she does a lot of promoting for all mm. content creators, especially Black and Brown people. But let me tell you, man, I've known her for a while. At least speaking to her back and forth, we didn't really chat like get into it like that. But I I thought it. Why not just see if she come hang out with us? And I'm glad she accepted. You know, it's always great to have someone very special, especially in the circle that we in and things that we all love. Let me just say, without gaming, we wouldn't be able to do the things we're doing today, especially this. So, yo, welcome, Red Anthony. Everybody panel. I appreciate come on. I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> Everybody, oh. all right. And and with the panel today, I know we're a little short, but that's okay. We'll keep it going. And I understand that we got an issue with uh clown's video, but that's again his fault. So we're gonna keep it moving. So we got we got uh our Belgium bully, Mr. Uh Positive Flemish. You know, he's on the side of the world and he, he's got a pink thing around his neck, and then um and then we definitely got our residential, uh, you know, celebrity, Paul. I didn't say the other P word. Yeah, Pineapple. Thank you for that. You Get might that as well. Thing you might. Screen. You might as well. It's on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Uh, and then we got our other, uh, our other uh, around the world, a salient over here. You know what I'm saying, Mr. Animated Evil. Everybody loves me, Mr. Steal Your Girl. You know what I mean? Yep, and then I have my me, apparently. my co-host who breaks our podcast every week. That's PK. Um, clowns. Uh, the Italian clowns. And, and yo, we do got uh, some really good topics to talk about. But be honest, the floor is Red Anthony. So what we want to do right now is kind of get into what's going on with her, what she about, and, and especially her gaming habits. You know, that's what we all curious about, right? So, um... Sis, what 
let's start by saying, you know, how you came about doing what you're doing. What do you do? Let everybody know. Why, why is it so important to come visit you, especially when you're streaming? Um, so, yeah, Red Infamy. Uh, that's why I've been going by since the beginning. Uh, I've been a gaming journalist for a decade plus now. Uh, started content as far as like streaming and stuff like that probably like seven years ago or so. I don't remember. Uh, I was even looking at some past streams that I, I was laughing at. Um, you was like, I can't I, believe I did that. Yeah, it's just like even like looking at old interviews I've done in the industry and stuff. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> sometimes it's cringy, and sometimes not. I was just talking about that earlier, like even talking about myself. But um, yeah, I, I stream a variety of different games. I stream the games that I actually cover. I feel that to show transparency on how I got to my conclusion of a review or my thoughts. Period. I feel like that's needed in the industry. Because uh, a lot of these reviews for countless of years have been very iffy. Um, and uh, I've been around a lot of these different people who cover games. And I'm like, yeah, you just got here because you didn't get hired somewhere else in journalism. Like, I've seen that countless of times. Um, but yeah, I, I cover pretty much everything in gaming. I talk about pretty much everything in gaming. The only games I don't play like that are like horror survival games. I don't like the feel like hopeless. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. On so, um, yeah, I'm with you. Snap. And uh, the Souls. I'm trying to get into the Souls like games, but um, I like to have fun. I don't like to be tormented. So right. I'm trying to right balance that out uh, or so. So um, and I'm just saying, yeah, don't 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 bit. don't judge her because we don't like to get punished by playing the game. We just want to <laughs> just saying. Yeah, <laughs> competitive play. I'm down to punish somebody else, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, the fighters, the sports games. And, what? And- Yo, that's what's up. Yo, that's what's up. What 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 kind of competitive games? Um, from Call of Duty, like shooters, fighters, uh, Mortal Kombat's one of my favorite fighters of all time. Uh, Tekken, anime fighters, I love anime, so anime fighters as well, too. Um, sports, like I mentioned, 2K or Madden or anything like that. I've been playing sports video games since I was little, so yeah, like I. You know, racing. I haven't played racing that much. Forza Horizon got me back into racing again, because uh, I love the I love the hybrid of it. I love that it can be simulation and it can be arcadey at the same time. So, uh, but yeah, those are the those are the type of, of games competitively. You know, I'll I'll play some shooters and stuff like that. That's fire. You know what's even more fire? What I hear is you mm-hmm. would smoke clowns in 2K right now. And and I and, and that's Wait, that's man. what I hear. I I give up because I don't play sports games. Not good. I'm not going to even try. But I, you know, I would love to hear. Um, you know, because just saying, just throwing that out there. And I know there's a couple people in the chat, like 100, that act like they good too. So I like to see that. <laughs> I, you know, put that stream up. <laughs> Listen, I'm down. I'm down. Versus 100 versus. Uh, 4G UTV clouds. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Ooh, I want to see that. That was that's pretty awesome. And and 
Yo, appreciate that. And you do a lot more stuff. Come on, man. You do more than just gaming, though. That's what's that's what's inspiring about you and your journey, like how you got here. Like, you inspire a lot of people. Um, and they might not directly talk to you, but you you could tell you're influenced them just by the styles that they use, especially when they stream and and how they how they move. Right? Because you you said something about, and I ain't gonna let you slide about just saying that. There's a lot of interviewers that's, you know, are sus. That she just <laughs> validated. There are some frauds that are either paid for their opinion or never played the game and just put an opinion out there. It does that's happen. Your- I've I've seen in like first in hand certain things being in the industry for as long as I've been, and uh, from huge outlets as well. Like, so I've. I've been with huge outlets. I've been with independent outlets. I'm now, I have my own outlet. Um, and I still work with, you know, big outlets as well, too. But yeah, I've, I've come across colleagues in the industry that um, you can tell they were not gamers at all. Like, I've literally seen someone. I remember I was at um, a private showing. It was a band on Namco one, I, I believe. This was a while ago here in New York City, and this guy was there reporting, and uh, he literally asked like how to do the common controls of something. Like you know, you you know how every video game has like the common controls, pretty yeah. much, unless they start. Right. <laughs> and um, start yeah, start. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, I've I've come across situations like that, um, or people not knowing. It's okay, like, like I'll be transparent. Like if I'm interviewing someone and it's a game that I'm never played the franchise like that before, I will say that. But I will have right. my own curious questions that any other gamer would want to mm. ask if they was introduced first to it. So, right. but I've seen some people ask some crazy things for. <laughs> You could just tell, even like I said with reviews, you can tell when someone yep. did not play the game or and did not hurt. get up to a certain point of the game. And it's like, so you came to that conclusion. And that's why I feel like transparency um, is needed. And we even see a shift in the industry on how it's going more mm. towards influencers and more independent brand, uh, brands uh, here that'll give more of a passionate overview of something versus something that just needs to be put up real quick. Right. You, so, would you, you was making a comment there, Paul? Yeah, I was going to say for me, I, you know, cause we do interviews here and I always go out of my way to make myself familiar with who we're going to talk to in the industry. And if I don't have time or whatever, I'll opt out of the interview because I'm not going to sit there and look like a fool or, or make them realize that I have no idea what they're talking about on camera because it's not a very professional way to come around you know and they know it you know they'll know if you actually read their book or or saw their art you know by the questions you ask you know so yeah i try to avoid that at, at all cost you know <laughs> translation we're not frauds over here for gq right. <laughs> yeah I, you know i, I was going to i was going to ask as well um we we've been privy to lately especially um with uh, videos that Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo they put out on Twitch and stuff, 
and you see those disingenuous people that host things on Twitch that don't know anything about the game they're playing and stuff like that. I mean, someone like you who's been in the business and stuff like how do you feel about the, how they're performing? You can tell they don't know anything about the game and they're just acting to be inspired. If like, do, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Uh, you're, uh, is, do you get that within interviews and stuff like that when, you, when you're in press conferences and stuff? You can tell as a gamer yourself, you know that this guy's not into games. He's just doing it as a job and he's not interested. Do you get that as well? Yeah, I, I, I've, I've gone through that. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, um, someone was interviewing uh, Vanderhaar and he was just so pissed. <laughs> so like, you could just tell he was so pissed because they were just asking questions that had, it's okay to do like your offset questions that may not be a part of the game because you kind of want to, those icebreaker questions that can be notable or something because, okay, we're interviewing Vanderhaar. Like, cool. But it, it was just nothing about the game. And I've even experienced that because I just don't cover video games. I cover um, other forms of entertainment as well. So let's say if I'm at Comic-Con and we're doing a roundtable and we're interviewing some of the directors or writers or something, um, you can always tell when somebody is like, it, it is crazy because you can kind of, even if you don't know of something or, or just like you, you were saying, people are host or play some video game. And a lot of times it's because of certain companies, they feed the beast of that. They go off of a whole bunch of numbers that someone might have instead of the actual impact they can have for their brand or for their game or anything like that. And um, a lot of this stuff is not or organic in any type of way. So I, I've seen that. We see that a lot of times, even certain influencers or, or whatever. But I, I always say, just be yourself and be transparent. This is a bunch of games that I've played yeah, that yeah. I'm not familiar with the franchise. It could be an old franchise. I'm like, okay, you already know this is about to be the first, you know, roundabout. And for example, like uh, Fallout 4, I never played. I played a Fallout before, but never went through with it. I just would watch my brother play the game. And I let everybody know. And I got to learn and become a fan of Fallout. And people were more attracted to that because they were like, okay, here goes this new this newbie that's playing a Fallout game. Let's see how her whole playthrough or her experience is. And I feel like that's just more, it could be more genuine and authentic if you just be yourself and be transparent on, on what's going on. Like, you don't have to fake the funk all the time. Like, damn. But, period, really. So, yeah, I've, I've encountered that before. I mean, the, the, it's, it happens. And honestly, you know, there's, you know, it can be aggravating as a fan and as a person who does this for a living or does this for fun or just passionate about it regardless. And then to see somebody just jump to the front of the line pretending to do something and you you work your ass off to get here, right? So I understand how that feels. And listen, um, I appreciate you sharing all that and a lot of people, everyone watching and those who will watch later, those on Facebook watching, hey, listen, every, she's the real deal. You got to come check her out. We'll have her links in the description, especially when she's streaming, because I know she does makeup and all kinds of stuff, man. Let me tell you, she's well-rounded. She is all, she's about it, about it. That's what Matt Speed, you say? Hey, that's what's up. So <laughs> you, you getting your makeup tips from her there, PK? Good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I'm gonna be honest. I could do. He had a slide his little. <laughs> this little right. ancient joke in here. Gotta, <laughs> this man. I don't know what I do with these guys. You know, they. I love them though. Um, you know, I just I gotta say something. Um, I was I was uh, watching Virtuoso Con as well, and I watched the um, the the uh, panel that you were on with Khalif. And I forget who else, um, but I Betty thought and Malik for a play. That's right, Malik. Yes, and I think I, there was a lot of good points on that panel that you guys brought up. And I think that one of the most important things is that it, something that resonates to me that you guys said is that for Black creators, a lot of times it, you don't see people uplifting each other right. in the community. Like there's. Sometimes there might be a little bit more competition rather than just uplifting everybody. And I and I think, you know, that's important to uplift people and uplift as many people as you can because it's better to give a hand up than block someone completely, you know. And I think all too often, in general, streamers or um, journalists, they get to a point and they just don't want to let anybody else into that kind of successful circle. And by doing that, you limit yourself in the future and you limit opportunities because you never know who's going to rise to the top one day, who's going to fall to the bottom the next. And you know, it's why, yeah, why not share your journey with other people and become friends along the way? Like there's enough room for everybody. We see that the Twitch is so saturated with so many streamers and we see that YouTube is saturated with so many streamers. There's so much room for everybody and all it takes is, is a good word of mouth, um, good friends, people to spread it around, positivity. And there's no reason to be negative against anybody. There's nobody to be competing against each other. There's just space for everybody. And another thing that I want to point out is that after hearing the panel, I went to Twitch and I was looking at to see how many minorities or black streamers are listed on the front page. And I did not find very many, if one at all. And I think that is something that definitely needs to be addressed and needs to be changed because let me just be honest with you here. There's way too many hot tub streams out there. There could be room for other people on that front page. And I'm seeing that on new platforms too. Like, you know, let's say, for example, Kick is that um, hot tubs, hot tub streams are, are like out there in front and, and, it just limits the creativity of so many other people that are that are putting their heart and soul into playing games or talking about games or talking about what they're passionate about, even creative arts or drawing or comics. You see more hot tub streams than anything else. Why not just uplift a community? Companies when I go to Twitch, I people. see people playing their Paul, piano. We're not talking music. about your hot tub streams, okay? <laughs> no, well, <laughs> you stay out hey, of see, this. I would, people I would pay to see all this on a hot tub stream, okay? I, I'm saying, you know. <laughs> I was going to have a hot stream, a hot, hot tub stream tonight. It's, it's still blown up in the, in the other room. It's just once it's, <laughs> once it's, once it's blown up and See, got water in it, they, get, they can't even act right. <laughs> can't even, can't even act right. No, we, we can't, no, we can't be serious. Come on. We can't be serious. By the way, right in for me, I want you to know he started it. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So, so no. like, no, it's, it's true though. It's, um, you know, uh, even the, the, the point of, of uplift, uplifting one another and um, sharing each other's stuff. You know, I, I have no problem 
you know, sharing people's dreams, coming in their streams, seeing what they're doing. I get inspired. Just like how you say, you never know who's the newcomer that might have your opportunity next week for you. You know, just because you inspired them with something. And that can be anybody um, in this community for sure. That's why I never get that concept. There's one thing, of course, like, of course, in our community, we have the, the council wars and stuff like that. And I'm like, everybody could debate and have their point of views and their perceptions or whatever the case may be. But when y'all go below the belt, doing personal stuff, it's like now y'all going in a total different realm. And um, uh, I remember having a debate with someone uh, on something. It was a really dope debate. And we were cool. Like, we was quiet after that. I was like, wow, this is so this is so great. I don't really get this on a normal, a normal basis. But yeah, even like... us every the, week. <laughs> I gotta tune in on on Twitch. Yeah, if you were going Twitch right now, you don't see a good sum of uh, gamers of color, black gamers, Hispanic gamers, Pacific Islander, whatever. Like you really don't see that. You'll just see white and Asian, and it's like we will say this, and of course we we use a platform, but like I said, it it takes for us to really also do our work if we don't see that happening on that platform we can do that for ourselves you know on a different platform and just reshare and keep sharing our streams and saying hey so-and-so is doing this so-and-so's doing our art with this and you know just keep that up more and and it, it is happening um there'll be a couple little stragglers out the bunch that i always see just like i mentioned with the console war stuff um that feel like there's a competition where it isn't or want to take an opportunity that they know good and well that that opportunity is not for them and they're not qualified for it they'll take it gatekeep it when they could just pass it on to someone else um i see that all the time too and i'm like come come on like everyone could get a slice of the pie and i was like right now it's crumbs but everybody could get a little crumb. Everybody could get the crumbs, slices, the pieces. Absolutely, the absolutely. Everything. And something you mentioned there as well, though, was um. Something you mentioned there really well as well as was and you had a great debate with somebody. I think that's something that's missing from every community right now because you can't have a great debate with somebody and still be friends at the end of the day. Um, I can do it with the guys on this panel. I can have, let's say, a great debate turns into an argument, right? It's fine because we're still friends at the end of the day. We disagree all the time. Me and Pete yeah, disagree just, we just all hands. the time, we right? We just started talking and just. Oh, uh, do you know what? Yeah, it's fine. It's like we we do we we can we can have a great debate. We can argue, but it seems to be that the whole streaming community and stuff. As soon as someone disagrees with you, that's it. Their fans attack you, and their fans attack you, and say, "What the what? What's going on?" There's no need because we can have a great debate, right? It can go into a little bit of an argument, and but it can be respectful. And at the end of the day, we can respect each other for our own opinions, right? And I think that's something that's missing. And you, with you saying, you know what, I had a great debate, and it was fine. That's commendable. That it's still possible in these days. Every great debate I have, other than my close friends and stuff at the moment, is just a full-blown argument, and then you've got to come at me. What are you going to come at me for? I just disagree. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I just disagree. I this, what? 
Well, you know, well, you know, know me and animated, like. we go at it every once in a while. At the end of the day, we realize that animated was wrong and the debate's over. So, so you realize when you say it's scary once in a while, Paul's memory thinks that it was like years and it really was just yesterday. <laughs> you don't remember. I but mean, it's yeah, okay. Let's, 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 leave his edge of, let's leave the edge of his alone and make that serious <laughs> question, right? No, no, listen. Uh, Brandon, you know, let's just be real. I, you know what's crazy? I was talking to clowns right before we seen uh, the panel that you were on. And I was telling like, yo, when I was growing up, I, you know, I wasn't the white guy and I wasn't black enough. I was catching hell for both sides just because my hair is not kinky enough. Right. I'm not dark enough. And I was telling him he didn't believe it. I was just like, legit. I didn't belong nowhere. You know what I mean? It, it was like. I didn't have a problem with nobody, but they all had a problem with me and I didn't understand. Like, I didn't ask, you know, for any of this. And, you know, they they would try to squash my my uh, elevation every time I moved just because they just didn't want me to. You know what I mean? It had nothing to do with impacting anybody. I'm and, and, and 100, I'm all about promoting everyone. So, you know, I, I do share, I love, and I love to have conversations. And listen, I'm gonna put it out there. I know everybody's watching, but I have a Christian faith. But guess what? I got friends as atheists, Muslim, Buddhist, but we all get along just fine. Cause you know what we got in common? This mic, these games, and we have a good old time. And we have no issues because we don't push on each other. We we respect each other's boundaries, and respect. we just um, you know we look out for one another. So that's that's real. You know what I mean? Respect those. Uh... Respect goes a long way. I think what people misunderstand is uh, understanding does not mean agreeing. I think people don't understand those definitives, those two different things. You can understand someone and not agree with them at all. Like, and that's fine. But I can understand where you're coming from. I can hear you out. I may not agree with it. I don't have to agree with it because we live in a society where everybody has to agree. And if you don't agree, then you get shut out, canceled, and all this other stuff and blocked. Uh, it's it's okay to not agree. That's that's how fine. can you have a podcast if we agree on everything? That would be a boring <laughs> podcast. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Boring show. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I just think that's the common denominator is respect. Like what you mentioned, you come from all different walks of life, all different types of perspectives. You don't have to like one another, but you should respect one another. Period. So um, you know, just to hear people out because yeah, uh, something that's so and nah, that's boring. Everybody's the same. It's funny you you they brought up podcast, and one of my rules before I go on any podcast or or be a panel member is I will not be a yes man. Do not expect me to always go with what everybody says. In fact, I will often not be that person. Yes, you know, he, he's one hundred. That's why we, he's we, here. We have we I have do. argued many times, Paul. Right. <laughs> I don't even but, argue with it. I just let him talk. Well, no, no, it's fair. <laughs> let's, 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 but that, let's but that, that is really one of my rules because too many podcasts are just full of guys that always agree, and there's no, yeah. there's no growth there if you do that. Yeah, let let's be fair. Right to be honest, me and you have disagreed on many many occasions, right? Yeah, and we 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 and with Flemish as well, of course. Yeah, with all three of us, right? Yeah, I don't and like we, his uh, painting. Uh, I don't, and, like <laughs> I don't like that. And no matter what happens, right? No matter how he, he brings it back, no matter what, no one I no don't ma- like it. So he knows. 
we got problems. No matter what happens, no matter what you said, at the end of the day, we're still friends, right? Doesn't matter. It's yeah, just, a I guess. I mean, of yeah, sure, friends. Yeah, friends. Okay, yeah. Uh, you guess? <laughs> I've um, got some passwords to change, Buffo. Tell you if you want. <laughs> some, something I want to ask you, uh, Red, um, is that I don't know if PK asked you this yet because I know I was messing with my camera in the very beginning trying to get it to work. But growing up, what game got you started into gaming? What was your very first experience? Always interested in this. Like, what is that thing that? I was like, yes, this is so much fun. I got to continue playing video games. Um, so the first game I ever played uh, was Golden Axe, and that was that was with my pops. Now, wow. as far, now I was a toddler. I was three. Now, you know, growing up, you know, to four to five and, and so forth, of course, like Sonic and playing Eternal Champions. Ooh, Sonic. And Street Fighter 2. Then I start getting to conceptualize what gaming is really all about. You know, of course, I was having fun because I want to do anything my father did and and seeing things and that's so cool and colorful. That's not a cartoon. But when I really got the grasp of gaming that that so that was on a master system. I grew up in a Sega household and then it became a PlayStation household. So Sega. Then my cousins down the block, they had Nintendo. So I had the games that, that was on Sega was totally different than the games on Nintendo. Uh, they were a little bit more, you know, adult-driven, you would say. And I just thought that was so cool. So I used to kind of push that in my cousin's face, that, okay, you're playing with the Yoshi and the little summer and everything. I That that was the con. <laughs> we had our own console war back, back then. But, um, yeah, like... Playing co-op games, so of course like Golden Axe. Um, when I got my Sega Genesis, the game that to me is the first Souls game ever would be The Lion King. That that is the first Souls oh. game <laughs> ever. That game Lion. was a pain in the butt. <laughs> I, I ain't never played Lion King. Oh, you're missing I, out. I, I have horrible. I have horrible memories of the monkey level, like the <laughs> the, the, the end. Oh, I I preferred the Aladdin game rather than Lion King, but there we go. That's oh, just, that's just me. I I, pre- I preferred Aladdin. I preferred oh, the, Aladdin the, rather than Lion the, King. The platforming, oh, okay. the platforming in Aladdin was horrid. Oh it, my it god! Was, yes, but I did finish it though. It, it, it was Prince of Persia gone wrong, right? <laughs> that's what it was. That's all it was. <laughs> well, so talk about Red Infinity. Do, do you feel that gaming back then was just different mindset because it was way harder but we still pulled through? Yes. yes. You know we had a lot of imagination back then. We didn't have voice acting. <laughs> yes. All, all of that. Like all those points. I mean to clowns like you know of course a game like Golden Axe, a game like Lion King and then Sonic. Um but yeah, games in back in the days were were hard. <laughs> they were difficult. Even games for kids were difficult. And um, like what you were saying, were they for kids though? Were they for kids though? I know, right? Because like, this choice was crazy. But um, even like playing um Super Mario, like even even with that, it wasn't a walk in the park. But like you said, we had an imagination. We had patience. Right. Curious, we we had an understanding to to want to learn, 
nowadays I see us as being, you know, the big kids, the adults that we are. Now I'm a big kid, I don't care. They, they call us old heads <laughs> now because we're looking at it like, you don't understand what we've been through. Y'all yeah, want it easy. Understand that. Yeah, it was <laughs> not easy at all, but but yeah, it is a, a different thinking. And sometimes um I was playing Crash Bandicoot recently. And uh the first Crash Bandicoot, oh my gosh, that's another game. Um reliving it and playing the newer version, it just opened my mind up to like, wow, when I was younger, I had more patience in platforming games. So it it, it taught me how to have patience, those platforming games, because they were not good at all. The apex was thrown off, like period, or what you was able to do. So it 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 was a different thinking back then, like you said, because things were difficult compared to games now. It was now, almost like an abusive relationship. You know, you it, just... It was. <laughs> you keep doing it, but you, you keep dying. It's like... It's... <laughs> and you had no saves. I'm not right. Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. The goats. The goats. I'm dead I'm, I'm again, Mum, but it's okay. I'll try again. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll try again. Now it's like, this fuck system. this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it was different, though. It was definitely different. So one thing I want to ask you, and, and Dragonheart Yobi brought this up in the chat, and he says, ask uh, Red Infamy about this. So number one, he wants to know if you remember the giraffe level from Lion King. No, I don't want to remember it. <laughs> Yo, but you need to stop, such a, stop yeah, trying was, to uh, it sell nightmares. It was such a hard time in her life. She's repressed <laughs> it and she doesn't want <laughs> to bring it back. Such it's a trauma. Hard, that was that was such it's a hard time. Never seen a Lion King movie again after that. You want to bring? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh look, no! She got Repress. her hand up. You done Repress. Look, look at it. She's done. She never remembered. Those monkeys, like the giraffe and nah, that's not. I think the highest, I think the furthest I've got was, was it the, um, I'm trying to think what was before, after, was it the elephant, um, graveyard? I'm trying to think, because I did get up to Simone and Puma, and that was it. That's awesome. I, uh, Simba, it was after, yeah, so, okay, Simba, for me, Simba never became king, period. He never became wow. king in that video game at all. I want to try and play it again to Uh-oh. see. Sounds like a challenge. Sounds like a challenge. As an adult, if I can do things differently because of the knowledge that I've gained through all my years of gaming, um, if I'll be able to, to beat Lion King today. I ain't going to lie to you. I, I don't know if I can go back and play. You know, <laughs> okay. Some of that I, I, was, mm, mm, mm. I don't even know. I, I think about it. You see, I had I had a question the other day, right? Not from the circle, but in, in my personal life, talking because I play games and I was talking to somebody who doesn't play games and stuff, and um, I was asked, what what's the game that really, really stresses you out? And I'm like, do you know what? No game stresses me out. No, I, I, I'm not one of these guys that, Smashes the controller because I can't do something, right? Oh, that's or, well, uh, it's yeah, not, I'm not, I'm not breaking I, controllers around well, here. But, no, you know. no, no, I'm just, no, let me finish, let me finish. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just saying that like, I asked, I was asked this question, I actually thought to myself, what annoys me? What, an- do you know what? I just think when I die in a really particular place over and over and over again, my idea in my head is, well, 
That's bloody irksome. It's it's a proper English take on it, I know, right? I, that's irksome, right? I'm thinking, is there anything that really Wait, annoys what, you guys? What, what word is this? Irksome. Is this an English word? Irksome. 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 Yes. It you say it like I heard it before. I ain't never heard that before. Me <laughs> neither. I've heard it it's, before. It's uh, it's, it's irksome. <laughs> it, I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm nearly vexed. You, you, do you understand vexed? I do get that. <laughs> so, why do you make English? Relax. Animated. All right. Why do you well, make English even more difficult to me? Why I can't, <laughs> while English is not sorry, even my first language? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, he just Yo. He's just, you know what? He's, 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 he's breaking my intelligence yo, right Yo, cut right the internet down. off in Belgium right now. He's about to die. Irksome like, <laughs> means, uh, just, Irksome means mildly annoyed, right? That's that's the most annoyed I've been. It's 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 it's, it's five degrees below anger, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, do you? Do, <laughs> it's five points below anger. Irksome is like, oh, uh, <laughs> irksome is like, oh, that that I I don't get angry. I don't. I'm not an angry person, as you all know, right? I'm a a nice, gentle soul. Okay, so I'm thinking to myself right now, what games? Right, make you the most angry or annoyed, and th- th- really, you just think, "Oh my god!" I- I'm not saying smashing the. You've seen these videos of people smashing their things into the TV. It's like, why? I could, I couldn't even be asked to get up, and I just like, ah, eh, that, that's that's as annoyed as I get. I'm like, ah, oh, I can't beat this. Fuck, that's irksome, right? So we'll, yeah, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll go we'll go to you first, right? We'll go to you first. What what game annoys you the most? Well, maybe not annoys you, but irks you like I do. I am, right? Is there a game that makes you think I need to walk away from this before I lose my temper? That's the question I've got. There's two games, and I had to walk away from it, and I had I kind of stopped playing it a bit. Uh, was 2K23 and Call of Duty. Modern wow. yeah. <laughs> so like right now, those two games, because I don't like, and I'm going to speak on Call of Duty first. I don't like, and I went on to start playing Fortnite because in Fortnite, I play zero build. I, I don't have time for the Bob the Builder. Yo, wanted- we, we too old for that. We need to do zero build. That's what it is. It shouldn't even be called zero build. It should be 18 and up. Well, not 18 and up. Uh, 30 and up. Be, uh, play this. Because we don't got time to be doing all this. It's too much. Like, I see my nieces and nephews. I'm like, yo, what are you my, doing? Yeah, my, my kid's the same. My kid's the same. It's yo. like, why are your fingers moving that fast? What's wrong yo, with you? I, I knew I was too old for this when a dude built a, 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 a building and ran in it. Came out with a rocket launcher. I was like, oh no, this is that's <laughs> crazy God. right now. Yeah. That's crazy. Hell no. Call of Duty, I well, Call of Duty, I there's times where I'm like, okay, my internet is on point. Um, my latency is on point, even my controller's plugged in. My HDMI, did the HDMI refresh, all of that. I know I'm set. Why in the hell I had this? hip firing such and such my gun and everything yet i still got killed first and that's when i'm like <laughs> you know what and there's so many things on the back end that i know about call of duty from 
people who play Call of Duty and certain stuff that I don't like what they're doing, I'm like, I have to step away from you. Okay. And that's why I'm playing Fortnite, because at least I understood why I died. Like, I understood why my character went down at that point. There's dumb things that happen in that game, too, but it's, there's a lot of factors out of it compared to, to Call of Duty. So that's that's one. In 2K, there was some glitches and stupidness in that game that I didn't understand, so I had to walk away. Because I'm not breaking these controllers, this, and... You know what I mean? Nah, they... They 70 I, plus. My, my, my standard controller is Elite V2, so yeah, that's 170, right? Something like that. There's no way I'm slamming that down. But I've never started... But I've never but I've never slammed down the controller. I've just gone, yeah, no, I'm, I'm 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 madly annoyed. Oh, in trouble. I have a I'm not like in my recent history, but I've thrown controllers and stuff. And it's just you know <laughs> but after a while you realize it gets expensive. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, don't tell nobody. With me See? now, with me now it's games like Elden Ring and Wo Long. Those games frustrate the yeah, hell well, out of me. Well <laughs> well, I mean, see, I, and, I've been there, Paul, when you've been really, really annoyed. And you've, you've <laughs> helped. And I, I've been with you in a game that we played together where you've been so <laughs> effing annoyed. I was like, ah, Paul, are you okay? Are you going to have an aneurysm? Really? And you, <laughs> yeah. you, ne- you never did. But I, I know the games that, you know, you, you yeah. really lose your shit at. You know what? Oh, yeah. It's not even hard games. It's just some games are just not I, fun. I, I will say for Play. for me, it's because of the accessibility difficulties I have playing. That there's a tipping point between my 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 getting frustrated and working through a problem, and my getting frustrated and going, "There's no way I can work through this." Then I'm pissed because I can't play the game I want to play. That that that's the difference. Is a lot of times because animated seen it, I can get frustrated, but mm-hmm. in that frustration, yeah, my yeah. mind at the same time is going. Okay, how can I make this work? Which is kind of how I solve problems. It, 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 was, it wasn't as calm as that, brother. It wasn't as calm as that. I'm going to be no, honest. But in the, at the same time, <laughs> even though you, I, I can't verbalize. No, we got around it. We got around it. Right, we got. I can't it. verbalize it at the time, but that's what's going yeah. on in my head. Yeah, that's yeah. Why absolutely. I'm willing to keep trying. Yeah, and that's 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 why I love you, brother. That's why I love you. Yeah. It's fine. But yeah, there are some games that no, I would, I will go back to throwing shit. You know, I will go back to. <laughs> Twisting, twisting the controller so hard and you hear it snap, you know? It's like, so, Paul, you just know that's why you over there. You ain't touching my <laughs> controllers. And I ain't going to jail over you. I'm just letting you know. Because they, they, my controllers are my life right now, you know? I collect them bad boys. I ain't breaking that. I ain't breaking nothing. We grown yeah. over here. We paid money. Kids. Yeah, I know, but but let's be fair. I know you're pretty much good at every game I've ever played with you, right? You're better me? than me in every... Yeah, you, you, yes. Are oh, you talking yes. about me? Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about you, yeah. It's up guilty so gear strife. <laughs> every Don't game I've played with you, you've been better than me at anyway, right? So is there games that annoy you, that get you into that mood as if to say, ah, I have to walk away or get you a little bit I mean, I walk annoyed away. or... I walk away. I mean, some games are just not fun for me. Right. I'm not saying no one else can enjoy it, but, you know, like Red over here, I have a history and maybe I'm just bougie about it. Maybe I just don't like some games because they don't reach my. I'm sorry. I'm going to throw it out here. I don't like Wulong. I don't like it. I don't care. 
because it's not fun. You guys might like to get punished while you're playing the game. I don't. I like to feel good. I like to play Devil May Cry, Bayonetta, uh, Ninja <laughs> Gate. I don't care what it is, but you feel gangster. When you're doing them combos, you wiping the floor with people. Yo, true. it feels good. You just want to keep going. You play Wu Long, you be like, yo, I just, dude, it's three quarters of my life. And the and the stronger you get, the more they punish you. Like, why is this good? Yeah, like, I'm trying to figure out this first boss. Like, I got to the second the second phase. I don't play those type of games, but I was like, let me try it out. And I like it. It's just that it's like, damn, I just messed up one little thing. And right. That's, Yo, that's right. I don't like to get punished for progression. I'm sorry. That's just me. <laughs> um, I just feel like, and I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not judging nobody, but it feels like you guys are conditioned to be uh, punished. I don't know what it is, but y'all like to be brutalized and not enjoy the stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be the same. I'm going to try it um, as I soon mean, as I you, finish. You don't even know where you're going half the time. I walked in the circle like three times. There's no map that tells you where, you know, it all looks alike. So I don't know where I'm going. And this tiger jumps out, swipe me, almost die. I'm like, what? What is this? <laughs> I'm like, I know I didn't just start playing games. I've been playing games for a while. I know how to do this. But no, it's it's built to be that way. And like, what? Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, yeah, but, in general... Uh, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to play that. I'm going to play that. I am going to play that eventually. I'm going to try it. Let's let's let, Flemish. Let's no, Flemish, you better not right? say it's easy. Let's go. You better shut up, right? No, I don't no, want to hear I play ball. No, you, you shouldn't peek, peek. Yeah, let, let, let Flemish peek. <laughs> so let me just talk about Wulong one, one <laughs> second, right? First of all, it's all about the deflect system, right? There's a deflect system in the game. You can deflect any attack. Besides that, there's a tutorial area. <laughs> You don't go to the tutorial area. Pick his face. Come on. Don't know what you're doing. <laughs> That's half of the game. You have to learn the mechanics. Mechanics, nah, guys. No, no, See, I, I, ha I hate that as a reasoning for the for the difficulty. You hold have on, to on. learn the mechanics because to me that that's BS. Okay. Hold on. What was you saying, Red? Sorry. No, I was saying like to to Flamish point. Like um, once I start to learn the deflect system and trying to time that correctly. And I was able to punish the boss. And um, it's just the second the second stage. I, I don't like when bosses evolve. I want to know your final form right now. I don't need no Cell Saga. I need to know your final form. She said, I don't right need to buy you, you got the seat for your ass. Was, was, was that the first <laughs> boss? Because I got the same point. I could get him to the second stage, and it was over after that. It was like, nope. <laughs> oh, my God. He's throwing everything. No. Yo, I... <laughs> I, I got past the boss, right? I got past first one and maybe even second one, right? I got, but it just wasn't fun. I really felt like, yo, this is worse than work right now. I'm up here, ain't have anxiety that if I mess up, I'm gonna die. Like this is not cool. I I play games to get away, and I'm up here put myself in harm's way, trying to. No, no, man, I'm good. I'm good on that. I ain't you. Listen, I play Batman and everything, man. You feel like a gangster. You going, you sneaking around, going through walls, you beating people up. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time to be. I'm, I'm a, you know what? Even, even the little AI that runs around, they, they get, they get beat up too. I, I use them as shields, but they get wrecked. And he's like, dang. And then I'm running in a circle, and <laughs> stupid things keep responding. I didn't know that if I go 
and, and talk to the thing, they respond. I didn't know that. The game don't tell me. I just figured that out by dying. Yeah, okay. have to figure out that's, the mechanics for it. That's why I walked away from it. All right. All you know, I, you know I gotta say this. Flemish did you thinks, did Flemish get did Flemish get his point across about Wulong? I don't think he yes, did. Yes, he did. Yeah. I'll sum it up. I'll sum it up. Don't worry, PK. Flemish thinks Wulong is easy if you learn to deflect system, but it thinks Mega Man's too hard after one hour. Oh yeah, that's right. You see that? You see, look, look, even Red, look, look, she cut her eyes. She know, like, what? No, okay. I, no, that's why I asked. That's why I asked. Yeah, asked. Scooby-Doo moment, like. <laughs> no, that's why I asked which Mega Man. Which Mega Man? Mega Man 1 on Nintendo. First one. He can't play none of them, to be honest. You ain't never seen him beat none, no Mega he Man. Said, not, not he said, he played Mega it Man, for not. one hour on stream, and he says, I think that's that's to Flemish point. Like the older games, you kind of so gotta hard. set your brain off from newer games. Like the concept of newer games, for real. If, if you can play an older game really well and you remember it or whatever, or, or you're new at an older game and and master that or beat it and then play a a, a newer game that's quote unquote difficult. If you're able to do that simultaneously as far as in your playing rotation you are a beast <laughs> like so if anybody's new to mega man and can they're good with that game and play a souls like game then yeah you got a different type of brain like that i mean i i do play i just don't like you know what i mean i'm that dude that love fast action like i'm in your face i'm i'm doing all kinds of stuff like bayonetta was like Crazy, like she got guns. Yeah, I love on her hack shoot. and flash. Hack and Yo. flash games are fire, right? Yeah. That's my stuff. I don't care if it's uh, what was it, um, Dark Siders, like all that stuff. Like that's my thing. But this stuff, I, I can't, I can't rock with the the Demon Souls. Where... I'll be back in a sec. Gonna take care of Back in a sec. Yeah, you do your thing, man. You do your thing. Um. Anyways, uh, speaking about. So, I, I, are you excited for Final Fantasy 16? Am I excited? It looks dope. Yeah. It looks fire. Okay. But um, I never actually... I only played... The only Final Fantasy I ever played was only the first one, and that's it. I never beat it either. So, really? this will be my first Final Fantasy to Don't actually... Don't make that your first. Don't make that your first. Okay, what what Final Fantasy should I make my first besides? Because I, I played seven, I didn't finish seven. The, the remake. seven remake, remake. But okay, what what Final Fantasy would y'all suggest? Seven remakes a I, good one, a good one. It's okay. really a reimagining. It's not really, seven, but it's a yeah. good one. Um, uh, fifteen is solid. Thirteen is solid. Fourteen is MMO, so that's different. Um, eight is good. But not to go too back in time, right? So to kind of get oh. modern, it'd be like, you know, 15, 7, and, and 13, just get modern. I don't like 10 because I don't like the main character. He was, he cried, he was a crybaby, and he cried about his daddy. That's why I wanted to hear what you said. And you find at the end of the game, I'm sorry to spoil it, but I'm going to because I'm going to save you the trouble. He wasn't real. <laughs> he wasn't real. He cried about his daddy, and I spent all that time doing some blitz ball, and you find out that he wasn't even a real person. They had to make a sequel. Listen, that was the first Final Fantasy ever to have a sequel 
just yeah. to try and legitimately fix the damn ending that they created in the first one. What was crazy is the women was the best characters. They weren't even the they weren't even weren't even the main characters. Yeah, they weren't even main characters. And and and, and the dude that I like, his name was Warren. He had his arm in his in his in his jacket. It almost his looked like he only had jacket. one arm. He was the baddest character. Why he had to die? Why he had to die? But we <laughs> we couldn't kill this this crybaby right here, man. Like, yo, don't play ten, all right? I don't care what nobody say. I know that ten was good. Don't don't. You just no, gonna get mad. So- Whatever PK says, put that in one ear. But whatever Flamish says, listens to listen to exactly what Flamish has to say on this. Okay, yeah. So what, you, what you suggest? I don't need to say on every topic something. <laughs> no, Flamish, I was just trying to give you a spot to speak on Final Fantasy because you you're hyped for one of the Final Fantasy games, aren't you? I'm I'm more for the MMO, let's say that, than the than the games themselves because I don't like the turn based nature, right? Turn based is not really my thing. <laughs> PK. That's how we get then, right? Yeah. I'm with you there, the MMO PK. Is cool. I, Come on. The MMO is also you, we full trying to of give her a recommendation, Flemish. What do you recommend? Yeah, yeah. when it comes to Final Fantasy, I mean the newer stuff is just more exciting to me because I but uh, I thought I thought ten was good for a little bit until I got bored of it because of the turn-based stuff. I couldn't bear with it. Okay, but, Red, we need to explain to you. Flemish plays all games for about ten minutes and then decides he doesn't no, like them. No, okay, no, 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 no. I play it till I get bored, which is different. Ten minutes, it, so which is which is eight minutes. It's actually eight minutes. You see, we gonna have it. A, it gives it an extra two minutes just in case. Hey, listen, <laughs> seven seven is a good is good, right? The only reason I said it because you is this the, the 16, and I'm not saying it's bad, like it's just that it doesn't feel like Final Fantasy. Like Final Fantasy is all about this weird world where and they all different stories, right? Everything is weird, it's got some kind of crazy aesthetic that you don't see nowhere else. And that's what makes it unique and why everyone is attracted to it, right? All these different stories. And I'm mean, there's nothing wrong with 16. However, it feels more grounded, like a a story that could happen. Like a real, a more real, you know what I mean? So it's nothing with that. It's more like if you played the other ones, then the some of the themes in this one would make more sense. Even though they have, the stories have nothing. So like yeah. summons is the big theme in 16. But if, yeah. you, if you don't really have that background to understand where summons is, even though the stories are completely different, it, it won't jab with you the same. You feel me? Like, it's like one of those things. Um, and this is also the first Final Fantasy that you don't get to control none of your people. You just your main character. That's it. So it's just you and that's it. Because I like I, of course, you know, playing a, the older one, you know, have your party and everything. Yeah. All, all 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 I'm saying is what do I know about Final Fantasy, right? What do I know about Final Fantasy? Oh, oh yeah. that's nine that's, right that's there. A, that, that's a character from Final Fantasy Nine right there, right? Yeah, that's and nine. It's a, it's a very bespoke T-shirt you won't get in a lot of places. <laughs> what do I know? He had the flag. What, said a beast what, what do you recommend yeah. in animated? Four. What's the question? Go on. What, what recommend for? Sorry, because I was I, I left the room when the question was asked. I've just come into Final Fantasy what conversation. Final so, Fantasy, what Final Fantasy game would you recommend for her to start with? 
before before 16 just yeah i won't say start with just give her something so she get familiar with it. um before 16 okay um if, if he, have you had any final fantasy experiences before that's the question she yeah, just the played a little final bit. fantasy was that i played but didn't finish was one and in seven the remake the reimagining or remake of um of seven so i get the concepts and everything but like what you were saying it's kind of like if persona would do something right and different and yes, so understand the, um, things. yeah exactly the, the, i guess every final fantasy story is unique right and it's going to be absolutely just blow your mind no matter which final fantasy you play okay so for 10 Oh, come on. Ten was just the, the story in ten. It made me cry, dude. Come on. That, that, not many games make me uh, cry, but ten. Yeah, it made me cry how much time I wasted on this. Oh, help. ten. If you get if you if you get involved in the story of ten, right? It was Final Fantasy X, right? Was the first voice acted Final Fantasy that was, right? Let's be honest. Yes. Right? It was the first fully voice acted Final Fantasy. Yeah, mm-hmm. wasn't it? So okay. and it, it's it's a very emotional story if you if you can actually sit through it maybe not for you right? <laughs> but, but for Final Fantasy fans okay you can no. shake your head all you want dude it's fine let me you ask my opinion I'm giving it you can shake your head all you want <laughs> so that Final Fantasy X was the first voice acted Final Fantasy before that you relied on the story so seven was in my opinion the best. But if you go into go into a sixteen, which is a completely different combat system altogether, anyway, you're probably best going into fifteen anyway, just to try and get yourself used to how the combat's going to go with sixteen. Yeah, with this one, there's no there's there's, there's no okay. point going back into the past into turn based Final Fantasy right now, right. even that's though what, the stories are brilliant. Yeah, that's why I was you're saying not, like seven yeah, yeah, and fifteen yeah. is solid because um, you don't want to go too far back. Seven, eight, nine. I'm not going to say ten because PK will just shake his head again. We don't like that, right? So seven, eight, and nine were probably the best. Seven for me was the best. Eight was okay. Nine was fine. Thirteen was probably on par. It was with solid. The best. It wasn't. Thirteen was probably on par with the best story, but you're not going to get the gameplay. From all those games I've suggested, other than try out Final Fantasy 15, because that's exactly how Final Fantasy 16 is going to play out battle-wise. I would say it's a little more because it's it's, it, it's going to be all. Yeah, active. it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be augmented. So I'd yeah. say try out Final Final Fantasy 15. I mean, I didn't like Final Fantasy 15 because you walk. Do you know what I like the old the bro things going around the, the whole thing. I loved it. I loved the whole story and we're going to go and rescue the princess kind of thing. What annoyed me with Final Fantasy 15 is you're walking around the um, expanse, shall we call it, and then every two seconds, oh no, above us. Again, come on. I'm going to go and hunt a monster. That's I'm not what annoyed me. What annoyed no. me is we driving in this, this nice car and this dude want to wake me up to take pictures of me every. What? I tell you, no. That's okay. That's okay. That's uh, that's. <laughs> I don't that, want to that, take that, pictures. That, no, but that, that, that kind it's of focus. 
that that kind of focused on the Dubro. No, yeah, seriously, yeah. It's it's focused on a bunch of friends having an adventure and having pictures. me, you would get kicked out. I'm sorry. I'm actually with pink hair, right? You fucking woke me up, dickhead. I would punch you in the nose. I, I, okay, fine. I agree with PK and that. It wasn't so much that that annoyed me. It was the kind of you, 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 you're going to hunt some monsters, and you got to go and get to a certain place at a certain time, and you walk into the wilderness, and then you get that. Oh no, above us! And then these things pop down from fucking nowhere. You beat them, and then two seconds later, again. They, but it's, it's you're not like, helping oh, her on. want to play the game. I'm just throwing that out there. No, 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 no. That, that was that was story. That that was just that that was just finish, what annoyed me of it. Seven, seven. I, mean, I have seven. I started seven. Um, you know the the remake. Uh, so I'm gonna finish it and stuff. So I do have that. Fifteen as well. Yeah, um, seven is special yeah. because it's one of the only ones that has the most popular characters at all Final Fantasy of all time. And even though the story is not completely the same in remake, that's intentional. That's just so that everyone won't get bored trying to play the same daggone game that came out whatever years ago. They can have something new and refresh with the same theme, just different. But the point I was saying is I think it will give you a broader feel. So when you get to 16, you'd be like, all right, I recognize a lot of things they do are like some of them are running jokes. Like they have the same character die in every Final Fantasy, kind of like, uh, you know, what was that in South Park? What was the kid? Kenny. Yeah, so it was like they, they got their own like Kenny. Years, you have the same. Character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carbine. Yeah. You know, it's like that. They have those things, and it's it's like little things like that, and it is it just kind of brings a little joy because you. Jess and Biggs. Fans yeah, Jess and Biggs. Jess, Jesse and Biggs. <laughs> Yeah, every time, every Final <laughs> Fantasy, there's a ju- you might not point it out, but some people look for them because they put them in, in the background somewhere. And Jesse they, you know, and Biggs, you, you know stuff like that. So, um, let me ask you: Did you happen to see? Uh, I think it was IGN who interviewed the director of uh, Sixteen. Um, I wanted to see what your thoughts were because they asked specifically about diversity, and. Um, now he gave an answer. It wasn't a bad. It was like like a political answer, but more or less, it was more like, uh, you know, they asked, "What do you think?" And he said, "Well, we wanted to do medieval, so we wanted to have the type of people that's around this area at that time." And honestly, this is Final Fantasies. Okay, none of this is real. It really doesn't matter. But you know, I find that weird kind of answer. Well, you know I would what I mean? Love to ask that question. Um. <laughs> I would have loved to ask that question and got that answer for him to say as if like black people or anybody of color didn't <laughs> exist during medieval times. Right. With, uh, the real history of medieval, you'll see, uh, and old paintings and remnants period of, that's why they're called knights. Um, so uh, to even, to even see that. So that would have been very interesting. It's always, um, I see this a lot. Uh, when game developers, you'll ask them about, okay, diversity and stuff. And then it gets annoying when they want to do something with diversity and it comes off cheesy or, um, it's nothing like, how are you going (laughs) to say nobody in Europe 
there was no black people Perry, you're saying that was in Europe or during Bullshit. this is something Bullshit. like you said is is yeah, it's, 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 it, you know he gave a political so, answer, right? He he, he was the political <laughs> answer that he gave is incorrect. Right. So I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, you're right. Um I even gotta hear what he said. <laughs> like the, the political answer you know, that he gave historically, period, is incorrect. Said <laughs> is bullshit. Because like what you said, it's a fantasy, which is called Final Fantasy. It's a fantasy made up everything. You could put right. whatever you want. You could have green people with it. Like, whatever. Like, I mean, they literally had people walking around with swords bigger than their body, and then you know, you got issue. Um, I mean, Seven has a black person in there who's a main character. So, yeah. Mm. Right. So I, I just, I just find that interesting. And the reason I brought up is because Square, also, I remember you and me both was hyped for, for Spoken, right? Had a black female protagonist and it looked amazing. At least the trailer did when they first revealed it. I thought it looked crazy. Like I was all for it, 100%. And then we get to the end of the line, it kind of, you know, it ran out of juice. Like, what what happened? So, um, and we was going to get the, uh, the tape, we was going to get the voice actor um, that portrays the protagonist on the show, the interview. And we, and I'm telling you, like, I was excited because, and, and, I, and I know I'm just talking out, and panel, come on, guys, you can, you can cheer it on, but I, it was, how many games do we get to see Minorities being the person, that person that's the focal point of the story that's that's doing it all. And, and it felt like it was going to be a, something epic because of how the trailer went. But then we get to the end of the line and it just falls short for many different reasons. Like the writing wasn't that great. Um, not just the technical stuff, just how they represented this person was not in the best light. Right. And And that's that kind of bothers me. Like, it, you don't have to try. The person is just a person. Doesn't matter what color they are. Like, let them do what they're gonna do. She's an actor, let her act. If you, if she needs to, you know, pivot, let her pivot. I mean, people show, I mean, we watched uh, Wednesday on Netflix, right? And she pivoted a lot from the script, but it turned out excellent, right? And, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. I don't know. I, I'm asking your thoughts on that and how uh, Square handled this kind of IP and, and, and things like that. Because I got a little gripe with him. Sorry, I do. But just throwing it out there. Not saying you got to bash him. I'll do it for you. But go ahead. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I keep it 100. Um, I feel like uh, Square Enix had a missed opportunity, period, even with their marketing. Um I didn't really see a lot less. <clears throat> I say, of course, women make up like almost half of the gaming community, period, right? And whether you wanted to, you have a black female protagonist for a AAA game, we never get to see Japanese companies, period, um, besides a fighting game, of course, having black females in the game, let alone being the star, the main right. protagonist, the focal point on the cover, no problem, uh, as um, for a video game. The marketing <laughs> that they could have done, even like with the whole nail situation, 
which I thought was very unique to put in the game. Y'all didn't even do anything with that. They could have had did so many different marketing stuff with, with female creators, with the nails, or just having female creators, period, black female content creators, journalists, whatever the case may be, and do some type of activations. That didn't happen at all. Um, they've even gone on flack with certain content creators because of payment stuff that was brought up. Um, it's just, to me, it was just a lot of missed opportunities. And um, it, it was very unfortunate to, to, to see, because it's like, and then on top of that, which I feel, period, I don't, let's say it was a game about a Native American woman, right? You need to make sure you have someone from what many of the tribes to be on par with that project so y'all can have the correct source material. Right. If something is not thrown out of whack or not received well or doesn't connect, you had all white writers for that, for that game. Right. <laughs> You're a Japanese company, Japanese doing the animations, the, the design, but your writers are all white. That's why right. with Miles Morales, they made sure they had black game developers, someone on a writing team. So there's certain cultural aspects that will connect. It's like when she brought up, you know, when you move to a neighborhood, the first thing, you know, you want to check out is where's the park at? If you want to, you know, shoot some hoops and where's the barbershop? So you can make sure you get the, the flies lineup. Like, though, that's cultural things with us. And um, you wouldn't have that if you did not have a black writer, a black game developers on a game to make that come alive. And that's period culturally um, with anybody and anything. It's just common sense for a lot of things. Anybody's culture, you want to have someone attached to the writing team and to the development team so nothing is, you know, thrown off or seem cheesy or not connecting well. And that's something that they had a missed opportunity on um, and they dropped the ball with it. And, um, it is, you know, very disappointing. Do I get highly upset with it? No, I don't. And that's why I always say, you know, turn that energy towards there are black game developers out there that's trying and making strives and waves to create those stories that don't get told uh, in this gaming industry. Uh, there's Hispanic game developers that's trying to have that those stories and cultural aspects that, that doesn't get told. There's native game developers as well to get those aspects and stories that's not told. It gets boring seeing the same people over and over again in the game. Like, I that's think, why a lot of people go towards games where you're able to create your own character and create whatever you want um, from whatever walk of life that you want to choose to with those different games. And I think this does promote multicultural um developers trying to do uh, just, just accept everybody into their into their development team um a multicultural multicolor whatever it is right every you need every aspect of from somebody from every culture whether it be you me pk plamish paul clowns whatever whatever what background we've come from you need to have that multi multicultural development team to have all those opinions on in every single team. I think that's what's required, right? 
Really? I don't, I don't think Goodfellas would have turned out if nobody was Italian attached to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're talking games. We're talking games, right? I, no, I, no, I know, but I do, I do, I do think it's... I'm using it's, the... It's, it's, a, yeah, I know, I know. I know you're it's kidding. The, it's stuff, the truth. If you didn't have... If you ha- <laughs> and um, Denzel Washington, he was speaking on it, too, when it comes to culture. You know, um, regardless even from the color of your skin or, or whatever, like just there's different cultural aspects. Someone that's Italian from New York City has a different perspective, period, or speak a different way than someone that's in Sicily right now. Right. Like, it's just different yeah, cultural aspects, I think, period. I think, yeah, yeah, I think that was my point, that. really. Yeah, yeah you, you missed that. You, you missed that. I can't have someone, if I, I want to make a, a video game and I have a East Indian woman from New York City. So I'm not going to try and get some source material or try to like that 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 does not make sense. So I don't want to run into me doing something culturally um wrong or not appropriate. And that's where you'll get these things that happen a lot of times uh even in the in the gaming industry and yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, right? It's course it is. It's going to happen. Like, you need that aspect. And the question, I'm glad IGN posed that question because a lot of times we do see with Japanese games, they mostly have, if, if, if it doesn't look like their people, they'll have a white-looking protagonist or a white-looking character period. We see it in anime. Yeah. We see it all the uh, time. Yeah. There's, 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 there's no person from Guatemala in an anime, is there? Let's be fair. Um, I, I do apologize for saying Guatemala, but it's it's fine. But we, we, you don't have, you have a He's point. English. Hispanic character. You don't you don't have that, do you? Right? You don't mm-hmm. have that, right? It's, so, it's it, you are you are you are speaking the truth. That's but that's from the the, the the sort of eastern side of the world. What I'm saying is every sort of game developer needs to have these these people within right. their. Yeah, well, I, I, well, I completely agree with what you're saying. Let me just put Hang it on, here. Ch- ch- we, ch- spend more, we spend more money on gaming in this side of the world than they do in the Easter side, okay? So in my mind, they should be catering to us. You know what I mean? Because we're the ones who, who... Let me just tell you, my friend, and I'll tell you, and I'm sorry, I'll let you talk here, Paul. Um, Kipo Ayashi, you can look him up. He does. He did all the animation for Smash Bros. and everything, and we went to school together. Let me tell you, he went to Japan. He didn't even own HDTV. He didn't even own, you know what I mean? Like they don't have, they don't spend the money that we do. Like we do, we go, we, and I'm not saying we flexing, but you know, we we throw paper at a lot of things. We have a lot of toys that they would never, because they just don't see it that way. So in my mind, if we're the ones spending the most money, and I'm talking about. Where you at animated and over here in America, we spend most of the money. So if that's the case, we should be the ones that they cater to and and base a lot of stuff after because we want to identify ourselves with the with the uh, content we're consuming, right? We we how much more attachment would you get if you had someone that came from your background? And I'm not just saying black or brown people. Let's be real. Um, Alethea, who uh, we seen on Virtual Con as well, who's a writer for DC and Marvel, she had a, a particular background, right, Clowns? She, she, um, her background was, her family's culture was Dutch. 
But when she came to America because she had brown skin, it was like a wake up because she's treated differently, even though her family is, you know, from a different culture. Right. That's 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 the thing. Like, well, that, that's yeah. To, to, to just keep it real on that, the, the way that she described it was that she wished that everybody could just acknowledge that people are people and humans are humans and where she yeah. comes from. Um, with her culture, she has a mixed culture, Dutch, and I forget what her other background was. I have to go back and look. But she said where she comes from, they don't acknowledge or or um, single people out based on nope. color of skin or based on ethnicity. They just accept people as people, and she just wished that everybody could do that. And because they can't here is why there's so much issue um, and it's created like this diversion thing. And I think that's what she was kind of getting to, but she had a very interesting take on it and, and um, she does amazing work as well for DC and Marvel. So it was really, really good to hear her story and her opinions. She's the current artist of Wonder Woman who happens to have a twin sister and the Wonder Woman she's doing is Nubia. Who is Wonder Woman's twin sister? It happens to be black. Yeah, yeah. She's um, she's uh, if I'm not mistaken, she's a uh, Afro Latina. Yep. Um, Afro Latina. Like um, myself. And yeah. um, uh, yeah, it's uh, like I said, I I it's it's boring when everyone's the same. Uh, I love different cultural aspects from different people that I meet. Um, the gaming industry has provided that for me, and especially living in New York. I'm from New York City, born and raised, so I get to see all different types of people all the time. You got too many people up there. Yeah, yeah. Got, <laughs> the whole world is here, okay? Y'all got more people than the whole U.S. in one city. Like, yo. <laughs> that is a fact. Like, but yeah, we have people from all different walks of life, and it's cool just getting different perspectives. Um... Uh, period. So it was very, I got to see the interview that IGN had um, with them t- when they, you know, asked yeah, you should check it out laugh. for sure. Um, just uh, at the answer, because, you know, the answer is going to be like, are you <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, uh, it, it, it doesn't, it's, it's yeah, they should have been. And that's the thing. They don't get questions like that. So they're not coached on the answers to give because you gotta understand with game developers they do get coached PR wise on you know if they if somebody actually this question you know <laughs> we could get you know about that that we're about to release that news <laughs> on such and such so they don't get enough questions like that because most of the outlets are not diverse so most of the outlets don't have people that come from those backgrounds to maybe ask that or, or in relation, even if they're not someone of color to ask that question, you don't really get those outlets asking questions like that a lot of times. So they're not coached to even answer. Cause I would have not, you talk about, well, you know, according to the area. So there was no black people. Over there. <laughs> so you mean tell me? Well, I mean, nobody he, he didn't say it like that, but you know what I mean? He said it in a way where it's like, yo, Come on, man. Like, we, this is what we doing? Well, I just wanted to be in this area. This, you know, it was it was like, yo, the way he was saying it, he just, it seemed like, and and, and forgive me because I was reading it. I didn't watch. I was, 
it was like he was scared because he didn't know what he was saying. I felt like he was looking across the room at the people that be sitting the over PR. there. <laughs> like, looking at the PR. <laughs> you know? Like, so, like, what do, what do I say for this? <laughs> He was looking at the PR rep. That's that's how so, I go in those situations. So, yep. Yeah, I mean, and you know, and and, and I and I and I ain't trying to put you on the spot. I just thought it was interesting because it was just recently, like I don't know, a few days ago, maybe less than a week. Yeah, I didn't see it. I didn't and know uh, about it. and don't worry, I, I'll share. And, and and honestly, Square has a lot of stuff going on right now. I mean, right after Forspoken, they dismantled the team um, and pulled them into the main thing. I mean. Square sold half of themselves for pennies on a dollar. Um, and a lot of things they blamed on Americans for the uh, games failing, like Marvel's Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy and even Forspoken. It's more like, how do you blame us when you're not yeah, that, really? That, I, hope, I hope that wasn't the case. Um, I feel like them getting rid of the, the more Western titles is because they're not that's not their bread and butter and that's not their cup of tea per se. And it's like, just stick with what you're really great at. So I think it was a great decision to let those titles go. For pennies on a dollar though. Oh my God. Uh, Tomb Raider. <laughs> let me just say Tomb Raider is one of my favorite franchises of all time. I promise you like that right there is that just drove me like, really? Really? Amazon bought Tomb Raider by itself for double the price they sold it for with the studio. That's crazy. Like Tomb Raider is is the chief. Like, like that's not surprised. There's a lot of companies going up on sale. As the state of gaming just is they went down a rabbit hole they shouldn't have went down. I feel like they, but in my mind, when I look at it, I don't think they gave the same support as they do their Japanese studios and things like that, right? So, like Final Fantasy 16, you know, they partnered with PlayStation to get it optimized for a PS5. And it's like, you didn't do that with Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what they did? They revealed Guardians of the Galaxy on a Nintendo Direct. Okay. Ain't nobody going to want to play that after seeing it on a Switch. Not even Paul was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you 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 literally, you, come on. They're not going to do that with Final Fantasy. They're not going to show it on a Nintendo oh. Direct, on a Switch. No, they're going to show it the best light. So I feel like they didn't do it the same type of justice and gave it the same kind of support and things like that. That's kind of how I feel towards a lot of their the, uh, Western-style games is... It just wasn't the same. Same love and, and tender. Yo, they they restarted Final Fantasy VII Remake three times. Even switched engines. And that's why it was good for them to let it go. Like, it, it, it's just certain, like, it was good. And I felt like it was a better decision for them to just let it go to someone else that can treat it correctly. And You're right. You're right. You're right, because if, if they feel that they're not giving it its best or they have a disconnection with it because, I mean, Japanese business is totally different from Western and American business. And as far as our our um, our side of gaming, our market of gaming is totally different than Japanese market of gaming. And it's like, OK, in order for us to just 
to 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 survive and keep afloat and make sure we bringing out some bangers. You <laughs> like gotta have to cut some things, and I felt like to me, in my opinion, it was better for them to cut the Western style games and just focus on what they're good at. I'm not saying it was horrible at it, but just focus on the the monumental and I guess legacy titles that they always had. Great in for me to just check me. She said, boy, move on and get at your feelings. Oh, I got you. <laughs> so um, understand that. <laughs> no. I understand. Sometimes you gotta let it go. Let me she understands. Uh, Paul? Yes? Okay. I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna ask to be nice for a minute because we're running out of time here and I just want to be nice. All right, we're going to wrap this up. I just wanted to make sure that everyone speak on uh, any of these things here. And, and I'm glad that we had this discussion because some of this was real and I felt like it needed to be said, to be honest. Yeah, all, all, all I was going to add was, you know, I, you know, studios can't necessarily, you know, the, they do need diversity in the studios. But when they're making games, what they need to do, too, is get consultants for the different if they're going to have like even a disabled person in the game. They need to have somebody who's disabled who's lived that life and say, okay, this is what I think the character would do. This is how I would react. This is, you know. He's and pitching think, his own video game. Go ahead, Paul. No, no, I'm not. I'm, But it's the same thing. It's We're, it's we're underrepresented. You know, right. And, and when they do have a disabled person, they just think it's a normal person in a wheelchair or a normal person on crutches. I don't react the same way to certain situations that you would. I there are things that frustrate me that wouldn't bug you for a second. Yeah. You know? No, yeah. I, and, and that's real. That's why I always um, promote you because I feel yeah. like uh, accessibility shouldn't be a feature. That should just be a standard. Right. Yeah. Right? But I'm also talking yeah. about um, I'm also talking about just representation yeah. in the game itself. Right. Yeah. Right. That too. Absolutely. That's, yeah. that's real. I, 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 I want to add to that. So basically, um, what I what I feel about that, right, is that um, when you, you're not just putting a checklist, like it needs to be this person, that thing, right? It just good job, Flemish. I love that. Yeah, it, it, like I, I see it in movies all the time these days, especially Netflix and all that kind of stuff. They just do a checklist, like in The Witcher, right? There's a checklist in in the in season two, and I'm I'm waiting for season two, but I know it's gonna be a checklist in season three uh, with no. all the woke stuff that's going on. I'm I'm just I, I want to see if they do that stuff that they like Paul said, bring in professional, bring in someone that has love and care for that uh, ethnicity, that race, that I mean. Can I just, can I just uh, say lifestyle. now? Can, yeah. can I just say now? Yes, the the Witcher going forward TV series is not going to be worth it. Seriously. Okay. Oh, we still have season three. And Paul nope. approves this message. Nope. So I, I, not, I literally it's understand it's what Flemish is saying. It. So it's the difference between being having representation rather than you just uh, trying to make sure you hit the check mark just to say that right. you did. Yeah, diversity for diversity's sake. And right. um, if you're not fluent in it, like, like I, that's why I said I don't get upset anymore when I do see a company um, that if they don't have that team I, I, or if they don't come from whatever background, let's say it's a European country, uh, company or whatever, I expect them to just put, if it's a white year, because people just think there's no black people in any different 
race in Europe. Um, there's so many different people in Europe. Uh, so if it's a white European <laughs> gaming company with a pink thing around his neck, white team, I don't expect them to and a good, and a good hat on his head, right? <laughs> I, I, I don't expect them to have, hey, we're going to have this black woman. I don't expect it. Is, will I say it's their responsibility to do it? I won't say that either. Uh, they're going to make the game based upon what they only know and do. I get that, right? My thing is, is that when your game is not selling the way that you want it to sell, and that game is not being received or widely received because it's not doesn't feel relatable of some type of sense, maybe on certain things, don't be surprised either. Right. Have that same energy. Yeah. I, as a studio, understand <laughs> that just like what Flames was saying, that you can tell when a company is just doing the check, okay, do I have this type of person? Do I have this type of person? And it, you can tell, like you can really tell that I just put him in here just so you could say that you had a black person in there. Exactly. Table, just right? a random black person. In the <laughs> like, yeah. Just, just talk, oh, talking about Hogwarts here is a Hogwarts here is a perfect example. Apparently, every kid that. in this school and every person in this township, not one of them is disabled. Not one. Okay. Not but, a crutch. Not a wheelchair. Not an issue. Not not a blind. Don't they person. just use magic to walk though? I I, I just want to okay, see. But in, see, no, that that's a that. See, Star Trek makes that same mistake to me. But that uh, you know, we can make a gadget, and you're just like everybody else. No, we're still not going to react just like everybody else. Paul, you know, I do I do remember there was a show called The Million Dollar Man, and he had his old body rebuilt. Okay, and he was well, disabled. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, they would have to think. I to know you watched me, it on you get, TV. That was before my time, but I know. If it, to to be blunt and probably get crap for it, to fix me, you'd have to fix my brain. Seriously. So, so <laughs> there is one issue. I, I mean, it's not really an issue, right? But in Hogwarts Legacy, there is a character behind the bar inside the three broomsticks, right? That feels yeah. um, <laughs> like. Um, is from the thing that they were talking about all along, right? With the problems with Jake. Yeah, Cameron. yeah. You can and you can say it's you a can trans say it. character. From the trans yeah, it's a character. trans character, and trans it feels character. a little bit too placed in there for my um, experience, right? Oh, okay. It feels okay. like it's a little bit too placed. I got you. I'm not, I'm not gonna hate on the game. The game's solid. Honestly, no, it was the first no, game I've seen with a lot of ethnic hair. Choices in your creative character. That's, yeah, that's what that's, that's what I heard early on is they got the hair right. <laughs> you know, so I ain't gonna hit on that. But I I did want to talk about and 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 share uh, those thoughts when it comes to this kind of stuff because I just think it's wild that we're in 2023 and we're still not really um, embracing. You know, and, and my thing is if you if you want to make money, then what are we doing here? We, is is he doing it for your own passion? Or are you doing it to have everyone experience your, um, you know, your take on what whatever you're trying to make them feel? I mean, video games is a form of art, so you want people to feel something, and if they're not feeling it, that means you gotta understand you're not connecting to the audience. It's just what it is. See, I I don't want to cause offense, right? And it's it, this is probably going to cause offense, and I apologize. You're right? offended. Because do you know, um, <laughs> I offend you just because how beautiful I am. I know. Yes, it's fine. I and I love you, you too. I, I love you. you too. But right, 
this game is based on what year? I don't know. It's uh, 16, 17. 16, I don't know 18. nothing about Harry Potter, dude. So you have some room first. Okay, well, this yeah. is fantasy. So, you just got so, to establish so, it. So this, this game is 1890, right? Yes. Yeah. 1890. Right? 100 years before Harry Potter. Yes. This, this game is based in the year 1890 when we didn't have all these discrepancies about people. So why does it have to force upon us that it, it's wrong? I I, I know I, yeah, I understand you had these discrepancies. Ever this, there's nothing new under the sun. These right. discrepancies still happen, whether it's people of color, whether it's disabled people. Well, I agreed, 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 agreed. But this this world existed on oppression, brother. It's just what it is. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. But in 1890 in the UK, right? It was predominantly white. Yep, okay. And I get that. It's fine. It's all good. It's fine. But why would they have to? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with so, this. So the no. answer is what you're trying to no. say, articulate, is why do they have to have the... And, why, and the do, is, why, why, why do they have to bow down to today's society when, when the game's based in 1890? What's that? I'm a, so to, to answer your question, it's not bow down. And right? I, I love it. I love it. I, no. I, I'm not, I'm not just, okay. I'm, I'm no, not. I mean, it, it, it's a question that somebody else will ask, right? Yeah. So yeah. as far as the predominantly white, I wouldn't say that. As yeah. far as sure. um, yeah. as far as societal norms, to PK, what he's about to say, <laughs> sorry if I'm speaking for you. No, <laughs> but no, go for it. Go for it. it I'm, I'm, I'm interested. A, I'm interested. No, it, it, it's a fantasy game. We're going to talk on J.K. Rowling as well, and I'm not talking about the, the whole trend. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Even Why not? Why, um, do with it. Hermione, right? I remember yeah. when yeah. Um, when uh, Harry Potter was going on Broadway, and they had Hermione Black. And okay, everybody was... You had people doing all kind of racist okay. stuff. And J.K. Rowling was like, no. um, I created this shit. And like, last time I checked, I never put what her color, her skin color was. I said well, her fine. hair yeah. was frizzy. Yep. That I said her hair was frizzy and she had brown, dark brown eyes. She never specified the skin color. So yep. if I was to get somebody with frizzy curly hair and brown eyes. You can make that person rather yeah, whatever than you want. Black, what, what, whatever whatever color, whatever color, right? Agreed, agreed, agreed. So it's it, agreed. So the source material, even from J.K. Rowling, <clears throat> with a game like Harry Potter, with a, a a story, you know, based off of Harry Potter, a story based off of um, even Lord of the Rings. It is a fantasy game. The right. problem that we always see all the time with fantasy stories is that we only see white. We never see fantasy involve any type of different people. Yeah, Never Agreed. see fantasy even deal with people who are disabled, limited abilities, may, whatever the case may be. Agreed. So Completely because agree. It's, yeah, because it's, because it's fantasy, you can have things still... It's just that nowadays, all this is being spoken upon when it's been spoken upon for years and years, but it's more mm -hmm. amplified because of social yeah. media. Because we had these yeah. platforms. Social media, and you got people with their, their own alternative motives where it makes somebody feel like they're <clears> bowing <throat> down 
because if you don't go their way, then it's the highway and we're going to jump on you about this situation, that situation. Yeah, absolutely true. Bullying factor as well, too. So to your to, to your point of the whole bowing down, get what you're saying with that, because yeah. we see the bullying nature, if somebody don't agree with each other or don't agree with somebody's walk of life or, or right. orientation or whatever the case may be, if you don't agree with it, then you're you're so against it. Somebody just might not just agree with it. Right. Yeah, I, I was I was just trying. Just take me the right way. I was just pretty inquisitive. Why yeah. should we? Do you know what I mean? It's a great question. Do you know what? It was a it was a good. Uh, it was me being inquisitive because I have no qualms about none right. of it. And there's nothing the wrong with your question. I was just a case of why should society be like that? And you've answered the question brilliantly. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Love exactly. that, love that fact, Red. See, thank you. Appreciate it. She, she just answered <laughs> she the question. She's she spoke, really is. She just, yeah, she came in my mouth. She's I, like, I got this. <laughs> I, I, try, I, I tried to throw something out there that would maybe no, throw you a little bit. But, yeah, it's back. absolutely, absolutely. It, it, it was an honest question, right? Yeah, no, it, 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 it didn't, it didn't come anywhere from malice or anything or any beliefs or anything. I just thought I'd ask that Anime, question. Relax. And yeah. It's okay, man. We got I'm it. Just, we get this super yeah, chat. Get, yeah, absolutely. You get the passion <laughs> there. You can Black hear it. Thank you for the super Thank you, Red. Thank you, Red. No, it, it, it just, like I said, it's, it, it, it's a good question. Even to like what Flamish was saying, there's a transgender uh, character. I haven't played the game yet, but you can have a transgender character and they're behind the bar, but it feel like it was forced. People, as far as, let's say, transgendered, or cross-dressing, or being gay, or feminine, you know, a man that's feminine. That's been going on through his, that, there's, no, like, there's nothing yeah. new under the sun. You know, yeah. so those people yeah, I just, still I, existed, but you I gotta put them in, if you're gonna do it, it's like, don't do the, like what Flemish said, which I'm gonna start using Flemish, I'm gonna take I that from the, the check off, the check <laughs> Check the yeah, situation. It's, it's like checklist. so. Y'all just gonna put okay. We see that. We see what y'all was doing, and this is fake. I just thought see, it was. You a, know? I I just thought it was a question worth asking. Right. That's all it was. Good. Dude. I appreciate it. Let me get these super chats real quick. Um, uh, draw drawn in team TJ. I'm sorry, I messed that up. Don't 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 come for me. Hi guys. Hi Lemon. Everyone, please hit the like. Thank you for that. And uh, one away Dragons TV. Thank you for the five dollar super chat. Shout out to this awesome panel. Appreciate that. You know, um, everybody came through. And I'm sorry, guys. I know we ran late. It's, you know, clown's fault. Um, we will be wrapping up here. Uh, I just wanted to make I, sure everybody got there. There's, there's uh, something. I, I, I swear to God, from now on, we're just going to say the start time is whenever clowns get around to it. Because we Whoa, whoa, get... whoa, whoa. Hold on. You know. I did have a rough day, though. I had a... <laughs> I had a That's, crazy situation today. No, he did. He did having his good and he you did have I did see the tire. Yeah, yeah. He had a he had a blowout. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forwarded yeah. eastbound across three as, lanes and uh, as, avoided as, a tractor as, trailer. Dude, as discussed, brother. That's nothing. Now I know Paul has went down a highway before. Nothing on his <laughs> in his wheelchair and and have no problems. I got you. That's right. Um. All right. 
No, but uh, there's something I want to say because we're talking, you know, about um, putting characters in games and and being culturally appropriate, etc. And one thing that I have learned from all the interviews that we have had with Marvel artists and DC artists, whether it be at conventions on the spot, like, for example, Tony Isabella, who created uh, Black Lightning, Tigra, and Misty Knight, um, to to Brian Edward Hill. And one thing that I have learned from all these different creators throughout history um, that I've spoken to and on, you know, and not to say anything, but most of them, most of them have been white guys and they created black characters. And I asked them, you know, I said, what, what was your reason behind creating these characters, you know, in the time that you did. And a lot of them that did that said, in the 1970s, um, there wasn't a lot of uh, black people or culturally diverse people or minorities in positions where they could create new characters um, for their culture. And they felt like that they had to do something to say, listen, um, to these big companies like Marvel and DC, we need different characters out there. We can't just have the same superheroes that we've always had we need to create new superheroes new characters to represent everybody not just you know a set of one part of culture and i and i said to them i said you know that that's great that you did that but did were there any people of color or minorities involved in creating the characters a lot of the answer is no and and back then that was very common and i'm just i get so confused because these guys tried really hard to create characters and sometimes they didn't, you know, the Marvel or DC, the characters weren't successful or they put them on the back burner or gave them lackluster stories compared to other superheroes. And then I you, mean, ha- you I, have today. I mean, you're right. And then you're today right. you have, you have a situation where companies are forcing characters to mainstream because they want to use it as commercialism and not for the proper reasons. And then I talked to companies like um, Second Sight Publishing. Um, shout out to uh, Marcus Roberts. I met him. He's a, he's a real cool guy. And what they do over there is that they've created a series of comics and characters that represent black culture from a from black perspective with not, not a, you know a white perspective or an Asian perspective of black culture, but it's, it's black artists, black writers, and they create um, like different horror genres in their comics. And it's just really cool to see that because they could be out there and they could be pushing this into mainstream market or commercialism. But they said to me, they're not about that. What they want is a true representation of what they feel the culture should be. They don't want to mainstream it because they don't want stuff watered down. They don't want stuff changed. They don't want stuff altered. They don't want to give characters to a big company. And then the big company comes back and says, okay, listen, listen, your character's great, but we need blonde hair or we need this kind of haircut on the character. We can't have that haircut. And it's just so interesting to see, like you have, you have that in the 1970s where, a lot of white guys created black characters because they wanted it to be in mainstream, not for commercial reasons, but to represent, you know, 
culture. They they wanted other people to come into comics or or and media and like it. And it wasn't about all the money back then. And then today, when it's about the money, you have you have companies wanting to push it and then make changes that they they think is going to sell, not because their hearts really in the stories. And that is something that I got to be honest with you, Red. That that kind of bothers me a little bit because I would it's man just like it, what happened when the the Asgardian Miles Morales like like I don't know if y'all seen the Asgardian Miles Morales I have that air. But it sounds terrible I don't know what the no okay so <laughs> they had so they it was a comic and I don't know if it got banned or, or taken out because it was ridiculous and um mm-hmm. They had Miles Morales as Thor, but the stereotypical things that they had Miles Morales on the cover was crazy. He had on Thames. They had graffiti in Asgard. They had uh, the Brooklyn Bridge, and it was just horrible. And I was like, I hope this was not made. It was a Filipino dude. And I was like, Everybody was like, are you serious? <laughs> like, it was the most racial, stereotypical thing that you could do. And just to, to that point right there, and it, it was it was crazy that that got approved because we've seen, of course, like what you were saying with Marvel. Marvel right now, I don't know if DC is doing this, but I, I think so. But um, Marvel, of course, for, for Miss Marvel, they made sure they got... Uh, 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 I don't know if she's Arabic, but they got a Muslim woman to make sure to write her character so it's it's correct. Um, they've gotten several different black writers uh, to jump on the comics for Black Panther, Killmonger, Shuri, and so forth. We even seen with Nubia, with DC Comics, they gotten a black woman and a black um, artist and illustrator to work on that. You yeah, have Vita. To- mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, you, you know, to your point, you have to to start. If you create these characters, okay, they create like Black Panther, of course, created by a white uh, a white man. You gotta now bring on. So okay, y'all did that so black people can have representation, see themselves, so forth. During that time, it was black exploitation themes in the seventies, so they was even playing along with that. So the message kind of got. Uh, yeah up in my opinion with certain characters we see how Luke Cage was um, when he was made so to your point yeah when you bring along people like what Paul was saying you gotta have to even if someone is not on the permanent payroll to get a consultant period to be on those projects is needed uh, just so it could come across correctly or it's going to be uh, a mess <laughs> if I would say that correctly it's gonna be a mess yeah. Just so you know, I'm gonna get the super chat, but I'm gonna say next next show we're gonna turn Paul into African so we can hit the check mark. What? No, he's Emperor Palpatine. Dragon, yeah. I know. Hold Lemon on, said, right, let said he's let Emperor Palpatine. Me, no, wait, wait. I'm just making an example of what they do. We you know we make him African. In the chat in uh, Skype, I'll put a picture on no, I'm gonna get super chats though. Yeah, so uh, Before you do though, I just I just want to add on to Red's point. Is it one hundred percent correct? Because we you know, um I guess China's in here. He said, or she said, he's Asian, um, or China's Asian, I should say. But that's another thing too. Like when I when I turned on Hulu and I watched um, 
I think it was, was it Kim's Groceries and, um, yeah. oh, what's that other one? Uh, Kim's Convenience is Kim, another show. Kim's Convenience. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. And Straight Off the Boat. And those, That's a funny show. It, it's, it's funny, yes, but a lot of it is the stereotypes of, of what is perceived as the culture, and it's not necessarily truly what the culture is about. And I, I, that's why I think it's important to always have people of the culture on there, you know, to, to kind of fix certain things and not let everything get all out of hand and crazy. Um, because I got to be honest, I, I sometimes wonder if the cast ever feel like, oh, I heard this a thousand times. Now I got to play this out. Like, I just, uh, I, can, I can tell you right now that Kim's Convenience uh, the the guy who played the older brother, he was not happy with the show by the end of the show because of what they had done to it. And for um, Fresh Off the Boat, the original, it's actually based on a book by the the kid who plays Ed, the, the character that Eddie's based on in the show. And he wasn't happy with what they did after the first couple of seasons. Oh, I believe um, that. that, it, that but it, it is based loosely on his life. The whole thing is kind of like the Goldbergs is for Adam Goldberg. Yeah, okay. Like, you, you're still gonna be they, African they next episode. Um, culturally oh, appropriating yeah. what was not supposed to be started at as the project as a whole. Right. Ran with it. I mean, we we also have the extreme opposite where it is uh, written and and uh, directed and had black entertainment. You know, like Southside was great TV show. Yeah, Southside's funny. Um, <laughs> they end up canceling in the middle of Black History Month. Um, out of nowhere, even though everyone liked it. It was um, promoted for Black History Month, too. You forgot that. Yeah, it was promoted for Black History Month and then canceled. <laughs> yes, it didn't and, make and any just, sense. Lovecraft, but just, Lovecraft yeah. story, that got canceled and it was highly successful. Right. So, um, just throwing that, it could be that extreme, too. So, let me get the super chats. Uh, and I'll let Clowns, if you want if you, you want to have any remaining, I want to wrap, wrap up. I don't want to keep her forever. I know we love talking to her. She can always come back. That's why that's why we have her on. She have a good time, hopefully. Uh, um, so we got uh 108 Dragons TV. He says, Paul, you look like Emperor Palpatine. Uh Pal- Palpatine yeah. just I here. don't have the robes for it. I need to get better here. Then uh <laughs> thank you for the two dollar super chat. Two dollar super chat give 108 Dragons TV. Red did Miles have gold teeth also and a boom box. <laughs> I think there was a boom box in the back. Um if they, yeah, he didn't have the gold teeth. If he would have had the gold teeth. Yo, trans, Transformers had the gold teeth. This is why Michael Bay that is banned. That was horrible. Those little damn, right. uh, yo. Yes. That, he should be banned from anything Transformers related for us. It's like, all right, I don't care what nobody said. It, Flemish, Flemish didn't even believe me when I said that was the most racial, controversial situation. Until he seen it, it was bad. It was horrible. Yeah, Transformers walking around with gold teeth and Crazy. Out of here. Anyways, so, Clowns, you got anything else? Anybody on the panel got anything else? I think we, we beat the hell out of this stuff tonight. I, th- I, I, think I, need, I, I think I need to go to sleep, too. Yeah, it's lit. Yeah, it's like <laughs> 2 o'clock. It's like 2 o'clock when the animated feels so good. He's like, you know what? Um, I feel yeah. like I, I got me a little bit in me, too. Yeah. But Paul's going to be African next weekend. I'm just saying. Oh, man. Not you. <laughs> um, no, we trying something. We just want to hit check marks. <laughs> wow. 
Wow, PK. Relax. It's a joke. What about okay. what about Flemish? He likes. He says he says Belgium chocolate's better than no. all American chocolate. No. He got a pink thing, and as long as he has that, we have problems. He said he said Hershey's doesn't count. Wait, wait, look so at the super it's chat. Like, hold on, it's chat. like Red says. You don't have to agree with me, right? We just be friends. <laughs> Accept it. I, I love that super chat he just dropped. <laughs> so, uh, one of Drake's TV, another 2000 super chat. Those Transformers was from Brownsville. BK, stand up. <laughs> <laughs> so... Okay, we got you. Thank you so much, One Way Drags TV. Hey, listen, I appreciate everyone watching. I definitely want to thank our special guests coming through, sharing her thoughts, and definitely speaking on these topics. I know some of them were deep, some of them were funny, and that's the whole point, right? We are here to entertain. We're glad everyone came through. And um, we ain't going to keep her because we, we want her to come back. Uh, so before we go, uh, I just want to make sure, Clowns, we, we good? Um, yeah, nothing else. Just want to make sure. Um, no, but you know, I do want to say to everybody that's listening, thank you so much for coming through. Thank you, Red, for coming on the show and talking. I love talking about diversity and culture, and I loved your panel and everybody on the panel at Virtuoso Con. And I watched many different panels all day. I was like, PK, you gotta watch this one. PK, make sure you're in this room. PK, get in this one right now. I know he's talking to me like I had never seen this before. I I kept him, I I said said (laughs) links to the panels. It's brand new to me. Wait a minute. (laughs) No, but but, it it uh, was, it was, it was awesome. I learned so much um, from the perspective of so many different creators and it was good to, good to hear different takes on things. And um, as PK always tells the audience, He's the most electrified man in all YouTube land. I had sorry, PK. Oh, he gets it wrong every time. Yeah. Every time he, yeah, every time he, I, he does it on purpose. But however, yeah, I think he PK, does. Yeah, PK, no, PK, that is the best. That's the best he can do. That's this. I just accept him. Okay, he he he's accessible too. He he up here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Anyways, all right, guys, we're gonna wrap this up. So, um. I'm gonna start with Red Infamy. Uh, could you thank you again for coming through, sis? One hundred. And could you tell everyone watching, everyone listening, everyone listen later, um, where can they find you? What's your what you got going on next? So um, yeah, so Red Infamy across everything. Everything is Red Infamy. Period. Whether it's YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, um, and also Geek game tight.com that's the game t-y-t-e.com um also one of the hosts on culture code we have um we do a podcast every wednesday on afropunks uh twitch so that's twitch.com slash afropunk every wednesday at 7 p.m we try to do and uh next up coming for me uh shout out to the video game amateurs i will be hosting a panel and Brooklyn uh, for Women's History Month, and we're going to be talking with some amazing women in the gaming industry. So um, that's what I got going on. And y'all can catch me on some streams on Twitch and everything. I might stream some Destiny again and some other titles I got to cover. Yo, I appreciate that. And that sounds fire. We definitely need to get all those uh, links so we can uh, post them down in the, in the description once this video goes live. Uh, post. Um, there. Yo, uh, Flemish. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna. I was gonna say it right now, right there. 
Paul's got a, a challenge of the the longest fucking shout out, right? Paul's got <laughs> Paul's got a challenge right now. Go on, so oh hold on, Lemon, Lemon wants PK to read his last super chat. Okay, <laughs> super chat, chat. one eight dragons TV, another two dollars super chat. This podcast too yellow. Red gave y'all some color. I'm dying. You see what I'm saying? Brother I can't I can't brother even Lemon. have a podcast where somebody comes from. Oh, brother Lemon, come on, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> I love you, brother. I love you, brother. Yeah, it's all good. Yo, Flemish. Oh, so, com- yeah. com- competition, competition's on. Go on, Flemish. Yo, Flemish. Someone, yeah. What's happening next, bro? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, don't forget, I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm doing my own show. On the he Sunday, almost forgot right? apparently. So yeah, <laughs> almost forgot oh, my entire thing. You, you, Paul, you better you not get this. You better not get this you wrong. You can't do that. You can't do that, dude. <laughs> Leave so me alone. I got my own show called The Flemish Beans, where I do just all kinds of random stuff with Paul Ribol. <laughs> uh, we got um, our, our good friend Animated as my co-host and Clowns uh, sometimes comes too. Uh, besides that, I do Twitch as well. I play all kinds of video games, um, all kinds. I just play everything. Um, and then besides that, yeah, I got the uh, Red Rain Kids on Tuesday and Forgy TV on Thursday. So, got you. Appreciate it. Animate it so you can uh, sign that, brother. I sure yeah. wonder. I, are you sure you want to do me next? Yeah, it's man, okay. Let's get it. Did you know what? My outro is really easy, right? Animated underscore evil. That's why right? you got all the women following yeah. you right now, don't so, you? Yeah, so animated underscore evil, search it. Search animated underscore evil YouTube. Search animated underscore uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> animated <laughs> underscore done in Google. You'll find me. He said, he, he said whatever. He said whatever. Yeah, this, this, how you, this, this is why they keep coming for you. Because your accent yeah, yeah, abs- and your beard. Abs- absolutely. Right? Animated that's, underscore. That's what you got over me. Is your evil. I'm, I'm... Animated underscore evil. Search me. on YouTube or Twitch or whatever. You'll find me. Easy. All right. Paul, um, Yo. we're not talking about your, uh, your bad, your, you know, your. Bed and bath chats, you know, Twitch streams, everything else but that. All right. All right. Twitter, you can find me at Cerebral Paul One. Twitch, you can find me at Cerebral Paul. Mondays, you can find me on the Xbox Ambassador channel doing gaming differently with Cerebral Paul, where we talk, where you watch me game, we talk about accessibility in gaming. Tuesdays, you can find me on the uh, uh, Retro Renegades. Uh, Wednesdays, you can find me on. Stop it. And the backlog bastards. Thursday, you can find me here on 4GQ TV. Tomorrow, Friday, you can find me on the Doomsayers Network. We're doing. I'm doing a show with them tomorrow. Sunday, you can find me on Good Morning Xbox, and then a double feature. You can also find me on the Flemish Experience Sunday afternoon. Okay, I okay. think that's it. And what about Tuesdays? Did you say Retro Renegades? Hey, I did say hey, Retro okay. Renegades. Hey, Red, you see, you hey, see Red, how, hey, Red, you see how, you see how hard. That? This, this dude worked uh, harder than the rest see, of us. You, you see, <laughs> Red, you see how it... Look, look her eyes is like, I thought it had a uh, way. No, 
You thought your outro was, was good. Like, Look at that. Oh, my fuck. Yeah, yeah, there we go. It's like, I need a full-time job just to keep up with you. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the reason I go so simple is because I've got to go up against this motherfucker, right? When do you get a break, Paul? He <laughs> doesn't. Hey, we used to do community game nights on Saturdays, man. And I really didn't have a break. <laughs> Paul, hey, Paul, hey, invite me to that show tomorrow. <laughs> I'm interested. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Lemon did another super chat. <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> man. Hey, 108 Dragons TV, thank you for the 2000 super chat. You can find animated drunk in any pub. <laughs> I don't know if that's a true story, but that's, that's super chat. All right, Quite so probably, yeah. Quite probably, yeah. So, uh, clowns, my co-hosts. Do we have some interviews coming up? Tell, tell, tell people what we got going on. Um, yeah, you can find me on 4GQ TV. Uh, we do have some interviews coming up. I mean, we are supposed to be interviewing Tony Isabella, creator of Black Lightning. We're supposed to be interviewing Tom Cook, uh, who was part of Funimation and He Man and a lot of other stuff, and Hanna Barbera. Um, Marcus Roberts, um, Nerd Street Productions, who who does who owns several con- comic conventions. So those are coming up. Paul has something uh, uh, with Saturday. The ter- we have one coming up with a horror pro- uh, producer or a director writer. So thank you. I wish you would remember that. We also no, have the one. No, I you should have uh, remembered that. Uh, See, we also have the one. I you I need to write your you. stuff down, Paul. I'm tired of you. I know. <laughs> hey, I I text him all this stuff. He knows it's coming. Uh, so. And then I already have, I gave him one he needs to put up. He needs to get the titles on it and put it up. Okay, okay. We're going to stop on, we're trying to get out of here and you're complaining. Come on. I don't, yeah, that's right. Because, you know, and, I figure if I remind him publicly, he might remember. And okay. <laughs> I need a rainbow sound. Well, hold on. <laughs> Do I got a rainbow sound? There we go. Um, And PK. It was electrifying, man, in all YouTube land. Where can we find you? I'm going to start muting your mic. You're going to stop messing up my stuff. Listen, hey. definitely find me. Listen, I, I be here every week for GQTV. Love definitely did doing our thing. Chat. <laughs> <laughs> 108 Dragons TV. Great show, everybody. Stay awesome. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Now, let me finish when we get out of here. Thank you. Um... <laughs> he could have did all those two dollars in one super chat. And, be done. <laughs> and look, uh, definitely be here every week. Uh, check me out, hanging out with this bum in the super chat business. Uh, 108 Dragons TV. Um, definitely on Saturdays. I think it's his birthday though, um, so we probably do a show this weekend. Yeah, it is this weekend's his birthday, so you know. Um, so, anyways, that that's great. So he always do it big on his birthday, you know. That's why I keep representing New York because he wants to uh, show out. He wants Red to know he's in Brooklyn. So, uh, anyways, um, <laughs> I definitely see you there and definitely come back because we definitely got some interviews coming down. And um, definitely follow me at PKX Live at Twitter. Let me just say my DMs open. I'm down for whatever. I'm always down for gaming. If you guys see my gear of gaming last year, you'll know I guess down. I'm, I don't play. I'm not a fraud out here in these streets. I play everything. So. Definitely. Like matter. Thank you. No. Thank you for coming out, guys. You guys see you next week. Thanks again for our, our guests. And yo, we'll see you next week.